Hey everybody, this is Dr. Kim from It's Like This Podcast. I know it's been a while, and I I took a break from podcast recording, and life happened, and I had to respond to life and just resettle things a little bit. But I'm glad to be back. I am continuing on the topic of parenting, but I wanted to switch it up by inviting my husband Nathan, and he's also a psychiatrist. So this conversation is going to be very interesting. And in the next few recordings, we're going to be really sharing our heart and life journey of becoming parents together, and what that's been like. So I hope that you can kind of tune in and really share that we're no different. Nathan and I'm no different. We have our baggages and struggles, and victories and triumphs and growth. So I hope that you can get some encouragement. Uh, before we start, I would like to give a review shout out from Soul Luna Soul, and it says Dr. Kim knows what she's talking about, y'all. The information that she provides is incredibly helpful, and it makes you—it really makes you think about your own life. Very relatable podcast. Thank you, Dr. Kim, and thank you, Soul Luna Soul, for a wonderful review. And this is exactly what I'm striving for. I want to just share my life, my growth. My journey through these mental health topics, life topics, but just kind of share what I'm learning along the way, especially from a psychiatric perspective. So, thank you so much for the review. And、um, if you also enjoy my podcast, it would really help if you can leave a review like Soul Luna Soul,、um, just to share your experience with us like this podcast, and also share any episodes that you especially liked. To anyone who would benefit from this, so without much delay, let's get on with spouse talk with my husband Nathan. Hi, everybody! Welcome to this like this podcast. It's been a while, but I wanted to kind of continue our topic of parenting, but put in the context of marriage.、Um, and I have a special guest, and he's my husband, my best friend, my partner in crime, my frenemy, and all that stuff. Frenemy. <laughs> and Nathan and I've been married for about nine to ten years now, right? Ten, right? ten, yeah, ten. yeah. So、um, we just wanted to kind of share, you know, our thoughts and process of parenting together as a married couple. And there's a lot of、uh, contextual difficulties and benefits from that. So without further ado, Nathan, welcome to It's Like the Podcast. Thanks for having me on, Doctor Kim. <laughs> I finally made it. Yes, you finally qualified to be my guest. <laughs> so, Nathan, we've been married nine to ten years. Ten. <laughs> This is our tenth year.、Yeah. We're starting our tenth year. Ten.、Oh, okay. Yeah. Nine yeah. To ten. Okay. Sure. And we have two kids around the age of three to six. So,、mm-hmm. we're definitely.、Uh, I wouldn't say intermediate level. Just getting started. Yeah, just getting started, but not like freaking out about everything kind of mode. Like with it, our with our first newborn. So, so Nathan, tell me, what did you think parenting would be like before we had our first? Hmm, it's a good question. I think a lot of what I expected was how my upbringing and childhood was. You know, how you know,、um, so I have one older brother.、Uh, I have a you know my dad and my mom and you know, a lot of my expectations and thoughts was just kind of how I was raised and how you know mom and dad kind of interacted towards me and、um, you know both positively and negatively in different ways and 
Did you think that it was going to be easy or hard? I didn't think about that at all. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah. Like, what did you expect? <laughs> like, did you have any expectations? My kids would just appear. If you were being honest. Then... If you were being honest. <laughs> no, I think it was just in general, it was just a, this general positive goal and idea and something that I knew that I wanted that, <laughs> that was satisfying me. But also, I think just very superficially kind of, I guess, kind of saw the, you know, kind of understood the importance of like family and um, doing things together. And so, no, I don't think I had any specific plans or or fears of parenting. You might find a pattern in the next few episodes that what? <laughs> our personalities are going to be pretty evident in how it plays out. Nathan had Maybe. absolutely no expectations of what parenting would be. He just thought that it will happen and he will just do it. Maybe I should have my own podcast. <laughs> hey, we're going to talk about this something. We'll figure Nathan's it out. whimsical thoughts. <laughs> In the moment with Nathan. <laughs> I think for me, my expectation was kind of heavy. At first, I kind of grew up as the first of three kids, you know, in a culturally like an immigrant status, right? So... A lot of times I kind of had to act more mature than I think my age, you know, and my role in the family due to various contexts, a relationship context. So I had an expectation, oh man, like this is like the most important people to take care of and I have to be X, Y, Z and I have to do all this and I'm very like, you know, research data driven. So, but then I, I think, I think before kids, I was very insecure on what is authentic and necessary for me versus what other people say that is necessary and authentic to me you know mm -hmm. so i think i was just like searching for that perfection in re taking care of my kids so it was pretty heavy you know yeah. i think i think too is something looking back and thinking about it, i think it's something that before it was obviously you know you have a heart to be a mother and you wanted kids but i think there was a little bit aspect of it was something that you had to do and perform well yeah. and it was almost something it was like a task a task or something external but i think yeah. as you kind of just went through the motions and you know physically carried and you know like raised our kids right i think it became something more internal and something that was was also a big responsibility and a task and something to do and but also it became more of a um, a joy and something you just kind of organically and just kind of freely could also enjoy and find um kind of like contentment into yeah you know, and purpose into yeah and i think as and i wouldn't say that parenting in itself made me more free and more secure but it was me working on myself you know getting therapy and getting help and realizing that i could be secure in my own authentic being you know versus what other people are saying or not saying, you know, and as I became more comfortable in just being me and that me just being me as a mom may look very different from other moms, you know, what they prioritize, that gave me really freedom of focusing on a few things that I can contribute to providing like stability, you know? Yeah. Um, and I think we're, we're married, what, three years before we, yeah. we got Sorry, our first kids mm -hmm. and so i think it's a natural process of kind of just finding who we are or to as together as a couple but also i think kind of having kids kind of forced in a way and jump-started 
you yourself to find yourself. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Um, so parenting expectation, you kind of didn't really have a specific expectation, but you knew that it was gonna be another life chapter, right? Like it would open up another chapter. I think for me, parenting expectation was kind of heavy, kind of confused, right? And but let's talk about the day that I gave birth and we brought the newborn. Just talk to me about the first moment that you held our first one. Oh yeah, that reality hit right. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I think what was going on in your mind? I think it, you know when you're pregnant, it you know it, it doesn't f- for the for the the guy right for the you know for the father it doesn't feel real and and in a way in a sense because I'm not carrying the baby right I don't feel the baby you know technically I could you know see the baby move in your tummy sometimes or you know see pictures and stuff but it didn't feel real until I actually like touched and held but i think that it kind of just hits you a little bit different and it's like wow like this is a life right and um something very uh just the gravity of it hits you and you know you're responsible for this life and just kind of very overwhelming and kind of deep and exciting kind of feeling i guess and experience and um definitely kind of opened up another I guess kind of expanded. I think my my heart in a way, and um, yeah. So before we had our first kid, um, Eugene had an interesting and good idea to write a letter to oh, yeah. our first kid before before the baby was born. Yeah, and I was like, "This is weird." Like this, is like what? you didn't the the fact that we were gonna have a baby didn't even hit you. You just saw me grow. Yeah, but you were like, okay, like it's just gonna happen. Sure. So yeah, but mm-hmm. I think I made you do that exercise. Yeah, we right? wrote it and stuff, and I I don't even know remember what we wrote, but and we wrote this letter, and we're just like reading it, and I was like, okay, yeah, whatever, I'll, I'll read this letter <laughs> that I wrote to this person I don't really know, and yeah, so I was reading it, person and then, that didn't exist. Yeah, I, re- I read it, and I just started to like choke up, and I started to cry, and like, like. I'm very robot, right? Yeah, I, it doesn't cry at it, all. It's very hard to sometimes identify or express my emotions and communicate things. And I just started to cry reading the scene. I was like, what's going on? <laughs> I was very surprised too. <laughs> and I just, it really hit me at an emotional level. My heart and my mind kind of connected. I was like, oh, like there's this person and um, it's going to be my kid. And I love this person, mm. even though I've never met this person. And mm. so it was just very, very kind of, kind of deep experience, I guess. Yeah. I think, uh, there was a similar moment when, I don't know, maybe I was just like so burnt out from training, like when I was pregnant and it was like, it just like really was painful and sucked and, you know, delivery was complicated with the first one. So I think I just kind of went through the motions and, there was just a lot of emotional roller coaster, but I remember had that moment when we were about to have our second child and I was placing myself in the shoe of my first child. Like, man, huh? man, you're going to have a sibling oh, and yeah. your world is going to be turned upside down and you, you don't have any precedent to even expect mm-hmm. and how to share love of parents. And I, I think I really put myself in like, his perspective and I was like bawling like for days before the second child came because I was just so empathizing with him and maybe it was because I'm the first you know of my siblings and I'm like maybe reliving my and you had like childhood you had like a baby <laughs> a baby in your body yeah and I remember um 
I remember being worried. Like I love my first child so much, and how、mm. can I even love the second child after it comes? But I think what you said was exactly right. What I felt in my heart after the second child came was actually my heart is like a house,、mm. and the first child was occupying the first room, but the second room door opened when、mm-hmm. the second child was born, and I was like, oh, I have a whole room like dedicated to this child,、mm-hmm. and I can do this, you know. What, what was your biggest、um, What was your biggest fear before we even had our our first kid? I mean, there's a lot, pra- practically and right, practically and like kind of like emotionally and like philosophically. But like, what? You- I mean, I I don't know. Like, you know, when I'm pregnant, there's like what to expect app and all、mm-hmm. that stuff. So、mm-hmm. they expect like, oh, you're gonna be nauseous, you know, first and third trimester. And like, I was following by week by week. But when you actually carry the newborn home. And you actually see how like inadequate he is in sustaining his own life. I think that freaked me out. Like,、mm-hmm. if I do any little thing, like he could die. Like that was my、yeah. fear for the longest time. And I remember I googled like twenty out of twenty four hours in a day. Like,、yeah. is he gonna die of SIDS? Is he gonna die of viral? Like, I remember my anxiety was like through the roof. The second one. <laughs> you Google like for the first month. I mean, like he had his own complications too, so we were Googling quite a bit with them. But I think second one, you're like, okay, like, like we can't like kill him, kill him like that easily. So I think there is a little bit of like less anxiety、yeah. with the second I, one. I remember with the first one when we were, it was like the first month, right? And we were, you know, doing night shifts or whatever and taking turns and. I was holding him to sleep,、oh, yeah. right, and I, and they're like, "Don't whatever you do, do not sleep with your kid, or he'll yeah, die." And、yeah. I was like, "Okay, just, let me sleep just a little bit." So, <laughs> so I was so tired. I was like, "I'm closing my eyes for like just like five minutes, just five minutes."、And、so, close my eyes, and then I'm like, I wake up, and I'm like, I'm like、oh. and so I, I look, I look at him, right, and he's not moving. Yeah, he's not.、Moving. And I'm like, I'm like trying to like. You're basically doing CPR on him, and was, he wasn't moving. And I was like, "You just like you start breathing." And I was so tired that <laughs> I remember I couldn't like wake up. You were doing CPR, <laughs> like bed was shaking, and I was so. It, was, it wasn't that. It wasn't that. It was、dramatic. pretty. It was pretty dramatic. But I was so tired that I could not wake up, <laughs> and I remember I had this thought, like, "Oh, so this is how my first child is gonna die." <laughs> I just like accepted it like half asleep, but it's really scary because it actually happens, right? Yeah, it does. and that's why they warn you and stuff. And so, like, we were freaking out. But fortunately, he was just super deep asleep, and he woke up. Yeah, he was probably tired. Everything is okay. But I was, you know, that, I think that was the time where I was just like, man, like this is hard. Yeah. You know? So let's kind of jump fast forward to reality of parenting, right? We had our own expectations. When they're newborns, we had these、mm-hmm. first check of reality, right? And then let's talk about the reality of now raising two decently functioning <laughs> little human beings. They have their own thoughts, own interests, and gifts, and strengths and weaknesses. So, what is parenting like for you now? I think at first it was doing what I knew. And what I experienced, but then kind of seeing how over time, like it was okay, but it wasn't like enough. 
Like、mm. kids still needed more, right?、Mm-hmm. And you didn't think that kids needed, but now when they're older and as you're changing、mm-hmm. and growing, you're like, oh、mm-hmm. wow, like this is actually really important for the kids. I think because we we have two boys, right?、Mm-hmm. I think part of it is like it's a slow chipping away of kind of just this cultural like. Boys, boys, boys need to, boys are boys. Boys、uh-huh. need to be tough, right? Yeah. You know, we need to just, just rough and tumble,、uh-huh. and just do a bunch of stuff. And、um, so I think over the years, just there's there's been important. That's been an important piece of how we interact and we play and connect, but also appreciating how they, you know, just because they're boys, they also have、um, a deep need、um, for themselves, but also just to grow. As men to、um, to really develop and grow in their that、uh, kind of emotional, caring,、um, feeling aspect of themselves, you know,、mm-hmm. and and so I think as I kind of started to focus more on that in my own life,、um, I realized how important it is for them to grow in that area and that aspect of their life as well. Yeah, as I'm growing, and I don't. Even though, but I think I was raised in unintentionally, probably and indirectly, very performance-based kind of sense of worth. You know, like what you produce and what you do, and how you act, how you behave. That was kind of how you were. You want respect. You want power. You want authority. You know, and and as I'm growing up, and how that's so not true, and it's changing me to. Not think of our marriage as a performance, you know, to measure in a performance thing. Not to measure my parenting and how well, quote unquote, I'm parenting as a performance, but really focusing on, hey, like we're beings, and more focusing on observing and getting to know my kids as who they are, and building connections. Like that's my job as a parent. My job is not to make them well-behaved kids at school, you know, or.、Mm-hmm. Not throw a fit in the grocery aisles, like that's secondary. But but my primary role as a mom is to see them for who they are and really celebrate and nurture their own individual growth. You know, at whatever pace that they grow. You know, and and I kind of have to apply that. I had to apply that to myself is accepting myself as who I am right now versus what I could be, what I should be, or、mm-hmm. what I would be if I didn't do this. You know、mm-hmm. that. All that stuff is just like, well, today I'm this, you know. So、mm-hmm. I'm accepting myself for who, who I am right now, and、yeah. what I can do right now. Yeah, I think both of us cult- culturally, right? We there's a tendency to focus on、uh, goals and accomplishing things and、um, doing things, right?、Mm-hmm. And you know, there's this book that、uh, Eugene helped me find that I recommended. <laughs> Shout out! <laughs> it was、uh, it, it's, it was really good. It's really good, but but there's a, there's a a part in there where it talks about There's a phrase that says,、um, "We are human beings first, not human doings." Right, and I think that、um, often, right, we can focus on get our value and our worth and our identity and what we do or what we accomplish. Right,、like、we're saying, and,、um, but it's really more about internally being grounded and over time and through life finding that identity and purpose, and then once. And out of that, that's how you work. That's how you interact with people. That's how you go forward. Yeah, you know,、so. yeah. Family really becomes, you know, after you have kids, it's like it's like microcosm of four broken 
people and you're learning to coexist, but at the same time, like celebrate and do life together. And Mm -hmm. a lot of times what I think I had was I had a goal in mind for myself and I, how I wanted my family to be in like five, 10 years Mm -hmm. and you being yourself and our kids being themselves got in the way of my goal. Mm-hmm. And that was really challenging and frustrating because I'm a very goal-oriented person. But once I let go of that goal and told myself, well, if you were completely alone and living this life, yeah, you could achieve those goals. Mm-hmm. But given that you have three other people, those goals are going to change and it's going to be shaped by who they are as well. And you're going to envision different goals. Then when I surrender that, it became less frustrating because it's like, oh, we're going to create something beautiful together. I don't know what it looks like yet. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't even have benchmark, you know, or sense of progress, but it's going to be something beautiful as we're focusing on being together Mm -hmm. than doing things together. Yeah. And I think for, for me, it's like before we got married, right, we're two different people. And as we got married, right, we're moving towards each other and learning from each other and realizing how we complement each other and help each other. And we also challenge each other in our own weaknesses, right? And so I think, you know, to to what you said, you know, I think for me, it's I'm very naturally good and uh, lean towards like being present, at least physically and doing stuff. I think over the years, being more um, present emotionally, Mm -hmm. right? And communicative, right? Mm -hmm. But um, I think that's, that's my natural kind of, it's easier for me to be present, right? But learning from you, right? And I'm learning that um, it's also equally important and good and healthy to um, have that balance where I'm very forward thinking, I'm very planning, right? Um, or this that logistically, or just, um, you know, thinking forward about what are the needs and wants and um, kind of um, life kind of benchmarks or milestones that you or the boys are going to us as a family right are going to have to kind of meet together and do together and how can we kind of prepare for that right and so i think um i'm really learning that from you and you know that's i think for sure is one of your strengths wow it was so much fun Initially kind of awkward to record with my husband, but it was just like a really beautiful time for both of us to just sit down without kids to just look back and celebrate how much we have changed as an individual, as a couple, and as parents. And thank you for listening. I hope that this episode kind of gave you hope. I hope that it gave you some laughter. And I I want to invite you to continue to listen to the next few episodes. Nathan and I'm going to be Talking about, you know, how marriage and parenting kind of work synergistically. So I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Have a great day.